This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, my love tribe. Welcome to Heartland Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Christian, and I help others love and discover themselves to reach their highest potential. If you're new here, then welcome. And if you're returning, then hello. So happy to have you here. So today we are going to cover more about the ego, how the ego works, what is the ego and all of this so that we can start to gain a better understanding of who we are. So what is the ego? The ego in itself is the way that I like to view our ego is your operating system. It is your self-image. It is your personality. It's your identity. So the ego is how the world perceives you. It's how people know who you are. It's how people resonate with you. It's how people associate you and label you. It's how you think of yourself. And so this ego is actually a whole full picture of several different identities that you adopt over time. And the thing about the ego is that you can't really grow the ego. You just change the ego. The ego is like a mask. And the whole point of this entire series that I'm learning, right? What I view, what I think, what I perceive when I'm putting together my episodes can have a totally different intention than what is actually out there. So when I say ego detachment, ego detachment from my point of view is more so detaching yourself from the ego that's blocking you, but not detachment from ego all in all. Why? I'm not so focused right now on having no ego. I believe that your ego is a part of you. It's a part of who you are. It's how we relate to each other and relate to the rest of the world. So when it comes to your ego, I just believe that If we weren't meant to have it, we wouldn't have it. Does the ego get in the way? Absolutely. It 100% can get in the way of you moving forward or changing your life in some drastic way that you may be wanting to do. So that is what I'm focused on. What I'm focused on is going over ways in which we can alter our ego, alter our identity to serve us in a good way. So I'm not really going to be covering too much about like, you want to have no ego, ego's bad, or, you know, focus on psychedelics for ego death or anything like that. This is not what this series is about. This series is really focused on how you can make your ego work for you. Changing the way you perceive the world and changing the way others perceive you, not necessarily having no identity at all. There's a difference. So what I'm learning is that there are 
ways in which people completely unidentify with an ego altogether, meaning they don't identify with being human. They don't identify with being a person, being male, being female, being anything. They just, I, they can honestly identify and change their ego, their perception, their self-image of who they think they are as being an inanimate object. They can change their ego and completely change their name, disassociate themselves with being who they are and transitioning to thinking that they are now like an animal, a cat or something. So that is not what this is about. This is more so just, hey, how can I make this whole identity thing work for me? So when it comes to how your ego works, your how your ego works is that as you start from a very young age, the moment you come into this world, honestly, you're coming to this world as like a blob, like you're just a blank slate, just purely fresh. There's no associations with anything. There's no understandings of anything. You're just here. That is the most purest form that you'll ever be in the moment you come into this whole entire universe, right? And even then, our little egos are starting to be programmed even early on from the way our mother feels that day, the stress that she takes in, the sounds that are happening outside of her womb space. Everything starts to feed into the subconscious. And the ego is the conscious mind and a very, very deep, 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 deep rooted subconscious mind. It's your belief system. It's your beliefs. It's your morals. It's how you associate different things with other labels that it's a, it's a whole entire system of you. So your behavior, your traits, your tendencies, your likes and dislikes, your preferences, the way you dress, the way you wear your hair, the way that you walk, the way that you talk, the language that you speak, all of these things are part of your ego. And so what happens is, is that as you get older, you start trying out different identities that you see other people do. So rather, it's a trait from your mother, a trait from your father, a trait from a peer, a trait from a neighbor, a trait from a character on TV, a trait from someone in a song, how they're expressing themselves in a song. And you literally pick all of these different traits and pieces of identities and you start trying them on. You start seeing what works. You start behaving and copying and doing things that you're seeing someone else do and you see what result you get and then you see if that works if it doesn't work okay that don't work I'm gonna try something else and you don't you're not consciously doing this all of this is subconscious by the way so you keep doing this and the things you hear on a regular basis become your belief system you start creating your own self-talk the parental voices that you have in your head, the things that your parents are saying all the time, that gets built into your subconscious. It gets built into your whole entire ego system. So a lot of times the ego gets such a bad rep. It's like, oh, what a big ego. Or, oh, that's so egotistical. Oh, this and this and that. And that's a very surface way of looking at the ego. 
the ego in itself is like as if someone took a SIM card and put it into your brain. And on this SIM card, it has your personality, your beliefs, your thoughts, your memories, the things you value, your morals, your language, everything. Boop, it's placed inside of your brain now. That is your ego. But what happens is that as you get older and you meet new people, you go into different environments, you go through life changes, different things happen that challenge that ego. Some things don't always work with this ego. Sometimes a thought pattern or belief that you have doesn't really work in your favor. Maybe you have a negative belief, a belief that you're not good enough, a belief that says, I'll never be able to do that. Well, now that is literally programmed into your ego operating system. So the way that you react, the way that you behave, the things you say, your facial expressions, all of this is connected to that one belief. The thoughts you have of other people, the thoughts you have of any objects or yourself or anything is all tied to the ego. The ego to me is very fascinating because it's like we have this shell like this blank slate. And when we look at our ego, and if we were able to take this ego out and just look at it, what would we see? And after we would take out our ego, what are we left with? Who are we after all of that? What am I really? Who am I really outside of this ego, outside of this operating system? Who would I be if I had a different ego? Who would I be if I just tweaked different parts of my ego, you would then be perceived as a different person. Your awareness, your consciousness, your life, the the life force within you would all stay consistent. It would all still be there. However, the identity would be different. So your ego, if you're very, very stuck in your ego, if you're very self-centered, if you're very consumed by just your self-image, meaning that you haven't had enough experiences to challenge that ego, to let you know that you are connected all together, you can run into a lot of issues, a lot of debates, a lot of fighting with others, a lot of judgment. Um, When we are judging others, why are we judging so hard? We're judging because we're stuck in our own operating system. We're not able to pivot and see things from a different way. We're not able to perceive things from a different perspective. We're able to just see it how we see it and that's it. And so this blocks us. This keeps us from actually having understanding and empathy for one another. So once we get to that understanding that we are all connected in some way or form or fashion, If you focus on connection, if you focus on the thought pattern that we are one, you will easily find similarities. You will find so many similarities. When you think that you are one, that you are connected, that we mirror each other, you will find many similarities. If you think that you are so different and then you're stuck in your ego and you're very separate, 
We can be different, of course, but if you think that we're very separate, we're not connected at all, you will then search for differences to justify that identity. The ego always wants to be correct, right? Because it's a system. That system thrives off of being correct, being right. So if we are viewing another person and if we have the thought pattern of being more egotistical, focused on the ego, we're going to find differences. I'm going to focus on what separates me from you. If you're a man and I'm a woman, well, we're different. You're a man and I'm a woman. Instead of thinking from a perspective, if we are one, yes, you're a man and I'm a woman, but we're both human. We're both on this earth. We're both on this planet. We're both in the same environment right now. We're both on the same frequency. You see? So you're going to focus on oneness when you have less of your ego involved. You're going to focus on differences when you're more in your ego. And so when we understand that, that helps us to really take a big look and a wider perspective of what's happening in the world right now. What's actually happening when there's so much fighting and rioting and war and all of this? What's happening? It's ego. Literally, it's just seeing the differences between each other and trying to be right in every way possible. Religion is very ego-based. It is, I am right within my beliefs about God. I'm always right. And if you don't follow, if you don't do, if you don't say the same things that I believe, then you're wrong. But when we focus on spirituality, which is less ego-based, we just focus on oneness. It's just God. It's just universe, source, whatever you want to call it. It's all one. So that is the difference between being stuck in your ego and having less of an ego, not focus so much of an ego. However, even if you still identify with, say, being more spiritual, or even if you say, well, I'm at one with everything, that's still in an ego, right? It's still a type of identity. It's still an operating system that you're working out of. And so I don't want us to focus so much. I see how the ego gets such a bad rep, right? Because it's like, oh, it's causing so much badness, right? But the ego is really, really important and we can utilize it to our benefit, especially if we want to succeed, if we want to have certain external things while we're in this whole illusion called life, right? Everything's an illusion because it's what we think of something that makes it what it is. It is our association to something that makes it have meaning. It is our belief and our thought and our patterns that creates our experiences. So it's all an illusion, right? The way we utilize things to function for our benefit is dependent upon us. But that is the most beautiful part of this whole entire thing is that you can live in this illusion, in this reality of life, and you can use it to feel 
good. You can use it to experience that joy and peace and bliss and happiness that you're searching for. And most of the time you'll realize that the external world doesn't always satisfy those internal feelings and emotions. They're kind of just for the moment, right? They kind of just satisfy the ego for that time being. They satisfy the identity. And it's only when we evolve spiritually and choose the right identity and ego that serves us in the best way, that serves us for better relationships that we're looking for, that serves us for the home that we want to have, the environment we want to be in, the success, the money, the prosperity, the wealth, the abundance that we're searching for, the stability comes with results from a certain ego, a certain operating system that we have to transition towards. So when we know that and we get that, we really, really get it, we really, really grasp that concept, that's when we can start to shift our ego and make it work for us and make it do the things we want it to do. We can shift our identity. We can change the perception of how others perceive us based on many different layers. We have the first layer, what we call our energy, right? Whenever we're focused on a particular emotion or thought, our energy changes, our aura changes, our frequency changes. So that's the first level there, right? That's the, that's the core level. That's how people are feeling us. They can feel it depending on how less of an ego they have. So if you picture kind of like this range, if you have someone that's low on the ego and high in who they are spiritually, they're more connected to who they are on a very energetic level. It's very sensitive. That person's very sensitive. They're going to pick up on that first core layer first, right? If you move up the range and focus more towards being more egotistical, then you're going to need to alter the other levels, the things that people see on the outside. So the next thing we change is our beliefs, our belief system. What do we actually believe? What's hindering us in our belief system? Do we believe that we're wonderful? Do we believe that we're beautiful or we're handsome? Do we believe that we're smart? Do we believe that we're ugly? Do we believe that we're not smart? Do we believe that we are poor? Do we believe that we're rich? What do you believe about yourself? And really step out and think about that yourself. Not yourself, but your self. Separate those words and look at the word self as an entire entity. What do you believe about you? All right, so we go energy. Then we're going to go next up, beliefs. Next up, morals. What do you believe about your morals? 
What are your morals? What's good and bad to you? Is anything good or bad to you? Or is everything just is what it is? Do you tie yourself more to moral concepts or are you more of seeing things from different perspectives and at the end of the day it's like well I guess it just is what it is there's nothing that's good or bad or do you really have that strong justification system in your mind that's like no this is clearly bad this is bad this is very bad what this person did or no this is good this is very good what these people are doing it's very good do you have that And what you decide to you then determines how you perceive the world, how you perceive others, how you judge others. If you think a certain tone or a certain communication style or a certain dialect or a way a person looks is associated with bad, then you're going to act in a different behavior towards people that are in your mind, associated with what you think is good or bad. And it's all about what you think, what you believe. It doesn't actually mean that it's true. So that's the next thing. It's changing what you find to be morally correct. And this is when people are talking about the whole stay woke thing, right? This is what that's actually tapping into. Nobody really goes into full detail about it, but that's what it's tapping into. What is someone focused on that's being good or being bad? What is good and what is bad? What is it really? Are you going on autopilot and just saying, well, I just always thought that. I, I just I, I just always just was taught that this thing is good and this thing is bad. These groups of people are good. These groups of people are bad. I just, I that's what I've seen. That's what I've experienced. That's what people have told me. That's what I've seen on the news. So that's just it. Instead of actually taking a step back and trying to look at the bigger picture and look at everything from a holistic view and really dissect and try to gain more understanding and then deciding for yourself what is really good or bad to you. Not going based on what you're seeing in the media, not going based on what other people are telling you and projecting towards you, but what do you actually think? This is going to challenge your ego. It's going to challenge your beliefs. So we got to alter it. Then from there, so we go energy, beliefs, morals. Now we're moving towards expression. So when you start expressing yourself, this is by the things you do. What do you do? What are the actions you take? How do you communicate? How do you say the things you say? How do you walk? How do you talk? What do you wear? How do you do your hair? How do you, if you wear makeup, how do you wear makeup? How how do you not wear makeup? Whatever. This is the expression. It's like very, very tip of the ego. And based on this, you have other people that are also very, very high in the ego world or other situations that are very high in the ego space that are going to judge based on that. Ego is very judgy because it has to identify, is that connected to me or no? So there you have it. That is how your ego works. And that is how you have to begin to really 
going deeply and dissect different parts of your ego when it comes to how you relate to the world and how people relate to you. So I hope that explains things quite a bit. We have so much to cover for this series. I'm so excited. Up next, I'm going to cover how your ego attracts different things. So how do we attract stuff? So I know a lot of times we hear more from um, energy base, right? Like, oh, if you focus on this, you'll attract that or whatever. But I just want to focus on how your ego attracts different things, how your identity starts to attract different things. This, you're not focused on anything. You're not trying to manifest anything. But based on how you appear in the world, how does this attract different things for you? So this concludes our episode on how your ego works. I hope that you enjoyed it. Definitely stay tuned. We have much, much more to cover. This is Heartblend Podcast.